What is going on everybody? My name is Karalal. Welcome to the week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hero podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character as we do every single week. We talk their good points, their bad points, just generally give you a bit of a rundown. All things to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, I am a sick boy. You are a little bit of a sick boy, mm-hmm. so I am going to give all the energy this podcast. It's my report. <laughs> oh God. This could be a hindrance. My responses are going to be enthusiastic <laughs> I'll say one line and then you just have to do a woo <laughs> don't woo no woos you never want to woo okay um, so this week on Hero Zero <laughs> you're already done with it I have Captain Boomerang whoa that's not a woo thank you very much if I did that oh it'd be game over um, oh I'd be dead Captain Boomerang. Captain what do you know about Captain Boomerang, Sean? Joy Courtney. Joy Courtney, yeah. Played him in The Suicide Squad, the movie. Indeed. The Suicide uh, Squad, the movie. The first Suicide Squad. Yes. Um, uses, uses boomerangs. What? Yeah, you think he uses boomerangs? That didn't actually come up in Have my you report, missed that? actually. Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, he um, doesn't throw boomerangs. No. He just uses them to stab <laughs> face the goons. Actually, <laughs> in the Suicide Squad movie, he only throws two boomerangs. Yeah. And one of them is remote controls. Which, then there's no skill with the boomerang. No, then you're not really a captain of any boomerang, no, really. No, not even an admiral. I could throw one boomerang. I could too. Like, I could hit someone with a boomerang. No, you I think. couldn't. I could. I no, you could I could hit you with a boomerang Absolutely from here. Absolutely not. If I stood 20 yards away from you and you had a boomerang, I'd I give it a good fucking try. If you had 100 boomerangs, I would be safe as houses. Oh, no, not possible. <laughs> I think so. We're going to test this someday. <laughs> How good are you with a frisbee? Pretty good. Ah, come on now. Nobody's that good. You know, it's not all about the flick at the end. It's a lot of just lifting it into the throw. <laughs> flick of the wrist. <laughs> flick of the wrist. If you flick it too hard, it's going off to the right. It's going all over the place. Yeah. Everyone knows that about boomerangs. <laughs> <laughs> Could you throw a boomerang and then catch it when it came back? No, I don't think so. No, absolutely not. I thought you were that delusional that you would say yes to No, that I tried also. it once and I just ended up losing my boomerang. Have you ever had a boomerang? Yeah, I've had like four boomerangs in my life. Are you honestly serious? Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck has seen a boomerang in life? <laughs> oh, look, they're coming back around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, so, Captain Boomerang. His real name, George Harkness, or Digger Harkness. Digger Harkness. Uh, his creators are John Broom and Carmine Infantino. Sweeping brush. <laughs> <laughs> John Broom and Carmine Sweeping brush. Yep. <laughs> Carmine Hoover. Um, he was first appear. He first appeared in comic books in the Flash 117. This was in December of 1960. Now, George Dicker Harkness. It might surprise you, but he is from Australia. Australia. From Australia. Struth. Um, <laughs> um, so, and he's a recurring enemy of the Flash. Um, but his actual origin is one that's just a bit sad but also oh just it was in the 60s and they were just coming up with like characters that had a thing is it just a gimmick based thing you and have a thing yeah like, this, your gimmick is boomerang he and, just loves calendars and, and you could just be a captain of said thing I get you yes okay so, also I don't think he would ever win against the flash uh, in a who would win the fight a man with super speed that could do anything or a man with boomerangs I think it's the man with boomerangs yeah, actually it's a fair fight now it is now that I say it like that level, level playing field <laughs> it's like Superman against you know Lex Luthor yeah just, one is a man yeah the other can do anything <laughs> 
who can win? <laughs> but what is a rich white man? So who's going to end up the best? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the illegitimate son of an American tie maker, W. W. Wiggins. Woo Wiggins. Woo Wiggins. www.wiggins.com. <laughs> no, www.w.w.wiggins. <laughs> this is tiresome. <laughs> uh, and an Australian woman, Betty Harkness. George Harkness was raised in poverty in the small town of. Oh no. For, forgive me, Australia. Carum, Carumbra? Carum. Carum. We have loads of weird places in Ireland. I'd like to see you say Leitrim. Oh, you can all say Leitrim. Yeah, no, Especially now we've told you. Yeah, Roscommon? No. No. Uh, Leash. Nobody's saying Leash. No. Laos. La- <laughs> Laos. Yeah, Laos. <laughs> um, his stepfather, Ian Harkness, hated the boy and made his life miserable. So, Betty Harkness, she had a son with www.wiggins, www.wiggins. <laughs> Someone remix that, please. <laughs> Just a beat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, make me cool. But some, she had a daughter, or a daughter, a child with the W man himself. Yeah. Um, and then he went off, and she got with uh, another man called Ian Harkness. She married him, and the stepfather hated. Ian hated the cap. Why did he hate the cap? Just because he's a bad guy. Is he a little prick? It's the sixties. Oh, okay. So men were just men bastards. Were dickheads. What's right? changed? <laughs> Let's look into the distance. What has changed? And then you get hit with a boomerang. Do you think this week, because my voice is like this, people will think we're very similar? Because normally uh, I'm a lot higher than you. I'm Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about y- that. Yeah, no, it'll be the same thing. Okay, Hang on, we have me, to fix this somehow. I'll, I'll be, you have to do high from now on. I, I have to do high? Go, yeah, no, you'll be the high one. Come on. All right. <laughs> woo! Le- woo! <laughs> That's, I don't like it. <laughs> Me either. Can I no, stop? Yeah, please stop. Okay. In school one day, Harkness crafted a boomerang. He crafted one? He crafted one. Okay. Um, he discovered he had great skill with the weapon. This is worse. <laughs> this is worse than if he practiced with a boomerang. <laughs> he just made it. He just didn't earn it. <laughs> he just made it and then he realised, fuck, I'm sad. I'm unreal. A boomerang. And then he picked up an Uzi. <laughs> And he started like doing backflips and trapeze. Yeah. Like, I'm so good at everything. Except having a stepfather who oh, loves me. Oh no, <laughs> too real. Um, he discovered he had great skill with the weapon and often used it for mischief with his best friend, Mick Wentworth. What was Mick's deal? What was um, he up to? I think just Mick Wentworth is the name of a 50 year old man, really. There's no child called Mick Wentworth. That's true. Come on now. His father was actually partnered with Wiggins. Mick Wentworth's actual thing was he was just Benjamin Button. Was he now? Yeah, no, it's not said, but I'm reading between the lines. Yeah. And he is actually Benjamin Button. <laughs> his name is actually Benjamin. <laughs> yeah. He further honed his skills while spending some time hiding from the law in the Australian bush. Oh, okay. So like a beco- crocodile dundee. He becomes an expert at the boomerang, right? And then if he forgets it, it's all it all comes back to him eventually. So Made a similar joke recently. No, no, I made a better though. Though he likes to make up fake stories about his origin. The truth is, from an early age, George Harkness taught himself to carve and throw boomerangs extremely well. Having known his absentee father was especially proficient with the boomerang. I so, see. Young Harkness believed that if he could become better with boomerangs, it would somehow impress his father if they were ever to meet again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's like, here, here, Dad, look at this. Look. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why did I leave? <laughs> I shouldn't have went for that pack of cigarettes. My God. <laughs> Look at him throw that boomerang. You are my son. You could just, like, be a better person. Or just, like, be nice. Yeah, or maybe your dad's just a dickhead. Maybe he's a dickhead, but... He just wanted to impress his absentee father because his stepfather was a dickhead. And he's like, www.wiggins.wiggins.wiggins.wiggins. The Wiggins man. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? That's what he said. But he was like, there's only one way that I can impress him. Not with good deeds. No. Not with being a nice person. Not with becoming successful. No. There's only one way. The boomerang. It's Everyone knows. It's the only language Australians speak is the boomerang. <laughs> It's their only currency. So, yeah. Um, when Harkness was 18, he and Mickey Wentworth nice. robbed the general store and were able to make their escape with the aid of Harkness's boomerang. However, this incident caused Harkness's father to kick him out of the house, which, to be fair... His stepfather. His stepfather. Yeah. Yes. Which, to be fair, is a... I mean... Robbery? Yeah. He committed a robbery. Committed a crime. Yeah, you'd be against him. His mother gave him a plane ticket to Central City and told him to get in touch with the Wiggins man. Okay. Oh, so yeah. his father was in Central. Yeah, his, his father is a is a toy maker. Yes, yes. In yes. Central City. Okay. And so his mother says, you've been kicked out of the house, here's a plane ticket, go and meet your father. He's in America. And he's like, okay, cool. So he builds a massive boomerang and he flies himself. Dizzy as fuck. <laughs> Dizzy as fuck. <laughs> That's actually something that comes up later on. Oh, right? okay. Uh, Wiggins had been searching for a spokesman for the WW Wiggins co- Game Company's latest product, a toy boomerang. <gasps> so, toy boomerang. Wiggins is a toy maker. Yeah. He's looking for a spokesman for his company. Yeah. Coincidentally, at the same time, that Digger arrives in America in Looking Central for City. work. And what is he proficient at? Toy making. No. Marketing. You haven't listened to a word. Boomerang. 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 HR. <laughs> HR. Ad hoc Ad- duties. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so under the alias George Green... Ooh. Harkness auditioned for and got the job of the main like spokesperson for the toy boomerang. And is he called Captain Boomerang at this point? Wiggins outfitted him with a costume and gave him the name Captain Boomerang. Excellent. And that is where he got his costume and his name because a toy. So company, he's a mascot. A toy company wanted him as the mascot to see under ads. Just be like, wow, look at this toy boomerang. Please do that in an accent. Uh, no, <laughs> I can't even speak in my normal accent. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That yes. that's his origin. Yeah, is that he's just like he's like a guy in a hot dog suit. He just tried out for his father's company without his father realizing it was him. Mr. Green. Mr. Green. Uh, Harkness, however, had other plans for his new alter ego. He began a string of jewellery tests because now he has a new outfit. Of course. Um, he alerted. And it's not f- like his face is being broadcast and published. No, he's not on like television. No. Adv- uh, advertising said products. Hmm. hmm. There seems to be a flaw. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing the end goal here. <laughs> he alerted the attention of the Flash, and the Scarlet Speedster caught him in the act during one of his heists. Because the Flash is very fast. That's normally what happens. If if you are of normal speed, yes. the Flash is probably faster than you. I didn't want to say it. I know it's it's wrong of me to assume. But. But I would assume the Flash could get there in the space of time it takes for him to even just throw one boomerang. Or he could go back in time before you threw the boomerang. Or if you threw a boomerang at him, he could just vibrate his molecules through the boomerang. 
God, and then the, just grab you. The flash is overpowered, really, really isn't when, it? When you think about it, this is so unfair. <laughs> it's just a mascot versus the flash. It's, yeah, it's essentially a man. However, Captain Boomerang fools the speedster, right? Oh. So the flash turns up and he's like, you're committing fucking crimes. And he was like, it's opposite day. <laughs> Captain Boomerang says, it's not me. He was being impersonated. <gasps> so somebody had seen him on the television. And thought, that's a good costume. Exactly. And weapon. He even brought the Flash to his apartment and introduced him to actors, posing as his parents. And they were like, it's awful, isn't it? They're copying my, my child. Our poor young boy. <laughs> poor George Green, or whatever he said his name was. So, so, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Green, why are you speaking with an Irish accent when your son is very clearly Australian? You sound like a very sick Irish man. (laughs) (laughs) Stating that they would starve if he was convicted of the robberies, they said. To the Flash. The Flash is... Traditionally, he cares too damn much. He cares too much. And so he looks at these old people and he looks and he's like, maybe maybe he is innocent. You know what I mean? Maybe I should kill everyone and in the room. The next time that Boomerang encountered the Flash, he knocked him out with one of his boomerangs. One of his own boomerangs? And then he, unti- he tied the unconscious speedster to his rocket boomerang. What? Which, which is a massive, like, 40-foot big boomerang. How did he build this? Look, he they had loads of time. When? He's got a very busy media <laughs> career. And he robs things at night. It was the 60s. He didn't need that. Ah, there was more time in the 60s. There's, that's true. More hours in the day. But that time, it was a changing. <laughs> I think that was 70s. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so he made this big fuck-off boomerang. Okay. About 40 feet by 40 feet. If I was given this report, you'd be roasting me right now. Absolutely, <laughs> but I'm going with it, right? Uh, you got to get it with me. Come on now, Sean. You can't be going against it. You know what I mean? I hate you so much. <laughs> So he ties the Flash to the big fuck-off boomerang. Right. With the idea that he is going to send it hurtling high up into the Earth's atmosphere and basically into space. So he's attempting murder. But when you think about it, it would still come back. So eventually... Not not my boomerangs. (laughs) He just made a stick, really. No, 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 no. But, like, you're right, though, because surely the Flash would unbalance... The boomerang. Ah, it was perfectly balanced. You know what I mean? He, he, oh, he had a counterweight. He worked it all out. He physics. weighed the flash beforehand. He physics worked it out with a notepad. He had a blackboard, whiteboard, all the boards. Two boards. Two boards, just in case. Jesus. Anything changed. However, on the descent back to the ground, because of course it's a boomerang, yeah. the flash released himself and captured the villain. He just, like, sped up his molecules and just released himself, which he could have done really, when you think about it. Before the thing hit him in the head. Before... No, before, when he woke up on the giant boomerang, instead oh. of going, oh no, I'm trapped, just immediately get out of those ties. He was just, he wanted to see what it was like. He just wanted to see a trip into space. Yeah, if he could have survived, he would have been delighted. The Flash can't fly, so he's never been up that high. That's true. He also can't walk. Ex- so only run. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> that would be very, like, you'd definitely know it was him. Yeah. Barry Allen could never hide if he could just only run. He'd just be sprinting around. Um, so... That is his actual origin story, but where uh, Captain Boomerang kind of comes into his own is the Suicide Squad. He's yes. very famous for being part of the Suicide Squad, but he's also the least liked ver- member of the Suicide Squad. Everyone hates him. Everyone hates him. Okay. Uh, he's just the biggest dickhead that's ever existed in the Suicide Squad. So he's a dickhead in the Flash stories, but where he comes into his own is when he's surrounded by other criminals who also think he's a dick. 
And then you see, like, oh, he's the worst. Of yeah, them. like, he's not even good. Like, they're just like, dude, stop being a dickhead. You have boomerangs and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So Amanda Waller recruited Captain Boomerang to her new Suicide Squad in exchange for a pardon and a police or a prison release. He was forced to wear an explosive bracelet that would detonate, mm. the usual Suicide Squad thing. Yes. Um... So they attacked Brimstone at Mount Rushmore. Blockbuster died in front of him. Boomerang distracted the monster with projectiles while Deadshot made the kill. Boomerang was furious when they were, when he realised that they were all supposed to die and Rick Flagg had to explain to him that everybody is expendable, even Rick Flagg. Right. So this is his first introduction to the story. Um, Waller then tried to keep Boomerang locked up because he was the wo- only one that was like, well, this is fucked up, man. Yeah. Like, why do we have bombs? Wherever else is like, that's fucked up. And they're like, fuck, I'm just trapped here. Yeah. It's better in prison. He's just the whingiest little bitch. So <laughs> he's, he just complains about everything. So I don't want to blow up. <laughs> um, so Waller tried to keep Boomerang locked up after this, but Flag insisted on honoring their deal and they released him. Boomerang immediately returned to the streets and embarked on a crime spree God in New damn. York City. Fucking uh, hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, th- this, this all happened because Boomerang basically joins the team and they realise very quickly that he is not a nice person. <laughs> and the stories I have on this is that he there's many incidents where he either harms another member of the team right. without doing the harrying himself or... He is present for other people being harmed, coincidentally, always being in the vicinity. Right, Right, I get you. So Captain Boomerang is forced to continue serving with the Suicide Squad, but he still has to wear the explosive bracelet, unlike other permanent members, because Waller does not trust him. So other permanent members of the group, like Rick Flagg and all that, they just have stopped wearing them. It's just this is what they do now. This is what they do. But... Amanda Waller hates Captain Boomerang so much that he still has he to He gets wear. collared up every time. <laughs> he's such a little dick, right? It is immediately established, established that the other squad members do not like working with Boomerang because of his loud, racist and sexist attitudes towards everybody else in the group. Oh, right! <laughs> God, when you're the worst of the career criminals. He's the worst of the worst. As yeah. uh, Amanda Waller said in that trailer for Suicide Squad all those years ago. He's the worst of the worst. Good times. But he's the worst of the worst of the worst. Yeah, he's bottom of the barrel. Like. Yeah, like he's not even skillful. He's just, he's just racist, sexist, just obnoxious little bitch. <laughs> but he throws boomerangs real yeah. well. Oh, he's really good at throwing them. Um, boomerang sexually harasses his teammate Plastique, so Mind Boggler uses her powers to embarrass him in front of the group. Okay. Good. That's finally he's got his comeuppance. No one else can yeah, go he wrong. Surely he'll learn from this. Yeah. Um, they are said to then destroy the terrorist, terrorist, terrorist group Jihad, right? And yeah. Boomerang is told to neutralise their speeder, Jakuli. Boomerang is used to dealing with the Flash, so he easily defeats Jakuli and kicks the terror- terrorist off a roof to his death. Nice boy. Lovely. Boomerang then sees that Rustam is about to kill Mindboggler. But, but right? they had an incident earlier. And then he decides to let her die as punishment for humiliating him earlier on. Fucking hell. <laughs> so they're all part of the team, but he's like, nah. Don't like you. It'll be fine. You shouldn't embarrass me earlier on. That's fucked, man. Yeah. Why yeah. is... why? Oh. Why is he still on the team? Because he's just the worst, right? And when Bell Rev is then attacked by the female Furies, Boomerang chooses to simply hide and avoid conflicts as other <laughs> people in his team are dying. Jesus. <laughs> 
So he's just irredeemable, is he? <laughs> and then lastly, the last bit I have is this I thought you'd enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Boomerang test the explosive explosive bracelets by telling Slipknot <gasps> <laughs> Hero of the podcast, Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot. So Slipknot, even in the comic books, gets fucked over because Boomerang was trying to test the explosive bracelets and he tells Slipknot they don't work. And Slipknot blows his own arm off trying to escape. <laughs> the man who can climb anything. <laughs> My God. Um, he also had a short career as Mirror Master. Um, he, like, just was... He think he replaced Mirror Master for a short He bit. rebranded. Yeah. Uh, and he, he it was cut short and he was uh, brought to Waller who put an end to it and rescinded the benefits Harkness had been given such as his apartment in New Orleans and his status as a voluntary member of the squad Harkness remained with the squad until it was disbanded but this is all they are all my stories about him and the Suicide Squad but he's not a good teammate no it doesn't sound like it either no he's gotten people killed he blew up Slipknot's arm and then when Bell Rev was attacked he just decided to hide because he didn't feel like... Just under a pile of coats or there, something. There was another incident where there was a big battle and, like, he ended it by... He killed the other... The bad guy's main person. Yeah. And they were like, wow, Boomerang Tech. He was like, I just wanted to get in from the cold. So I just wanted to end it as fast as possible because you were all just denying me. Jesus. <laughs> like, he just... Didn't care about anyone no, except himself. He, Did he ever make things up with his father? Or? No, why would you? No, he didn't. Okay. Um, like, it just... Where he comes into the world, he's like a dickhead in the Flash comic books, but Suicide Squad, Captain Boomerang, is like the worst. He's just a prick. Like, he's just a prick, because you think maybe he's just a prick to the Flash, but no, he's a prick to everyone. That's just who he is. Yeah, that's just who he is. So, oh, man. his personality, in his psychological profile, Simon Legreve states that George Harkness is perhaps the most well-adjusted member of the Suicide Squad. He's perfectly content with who he is, but Harkness <laughs> is an unprincipled sociopath with little or no moral sense of right or wrong. And so that's how he likes it. He's just completely fine with who he is. He just doesn't give a fuck. But who he is is the worst. <laughs> who he is is the worst human. An unprincipled sociopath with little or no moral sense of right and wrong is a pretty bad endorsement <clears throat> this extends to sexual harassment of women and vocal racist tendencies he has little regard for human life as seen in the way he casually betrayed mind boggler to her death over petty differences yeah that was <laughs> we kind of touched on that but that's a lot <laughs> he just let her die they're part of the same team just let her get killed like, he, he was like oh no I tried to help out I did that. my best take my strong head <laughs> um, so his abilities he has his one ability Boomerang mastery. <laughs> Jez, if you have to master anything. <laughs> the boomerang. Weaknesses. Um, in t- he has terminal illness, so in Convergence it is reveals that he actually suffers from a form of cancer. Oh. But they introduced that later on. Right, okay. Uh, originally his weakness was just himself. <laughs> um, and, a, and a cold beer. Yeah. <laughs> Weapons are boomerangs, explosive boomerangs, collapsible boomerangs, lightning boomerangs, rocket boomerangs, oh. and razor boomerangs. Trick boomerangs. So basically, the Green Arrow. But it with bo- boomerangs with boomerang form yeah a lot um, of projectile weaponists in Star City yeah it's not great um, trivia digger is a slang word for soldier for local Australians oh, apparently okay. so I didn't know that but there's my little bit of trivia that's good and to know that is my report on Captain Boomerang well done is he the worst person that's ever lived he's certainly the worst one we've covered yeah no I, the more I read into him there were so many other stories I had yeah of just him being the worst and I was like I can't just have like a 45 minute report of me telling you he's bad because like 
once you get three or four out of it, it's fairly clear. It's fairly like cut and paste after that. Yeah, no, like, he's terrible. Like, even with some villains, they have a bit of humanity to him. Yeah. You know, but he is just like... <laughs> in many ways, he's the most human because he just doesn't give a fuck about anyone. <laughs> but, but I think that's like... Is that not like the least human though? Because even the worst villains surely have something that they care about somewhere like, yeah like Deadshot has his daughter yeah like they have some sort of redeeming quality he is the only I think he's the first villain we've done with no redeeming quality whatsoever yeah like, it, it's really interesting to have that dynamic in a team as well that he doesn't care yeah he like he'll, he doesn't care if he lives or dies or if anyone else does which explains why Amanda Waller keeps him chipped at all times because if you took that chip out with him yeah he's just gonna walk away absolutely there would be and, literally no issue and do whatever he wants yeah Exactly. So, do you want to take us out, Sean? Yes, thank you. On uh, yeah, no, poor start. Very good. Thank you, everyone, very much for listening <laughs> to this episode of Hero or Zero. We'll be back on Monday with an episode of Movie Mondays. Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next week, next Friday, with another episode of Hero or Zero. It'll be my week. Yeah. Uh, thank you to all our patrons who support us over on Patreon. Uh, really help make the show possible. If you'd like to join those people, there's a link in the description, or it's Patreon.com/slash Heroes for Hire Podcast. Do you think you can find a character who's worse than Captain Boomerang? Is the question. Uh, yeah, Iron Man. Oh, very good. Awful human. RDJ, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, if if you don't want to support us on Patreon, Patreon, or you just can't, the best way you can support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. It's the one. It's the one because I help spread it, spread it around, get more people listening. It's always good. Yay! Uh, we're on all the social medias; they're all linked in the description. Uh, Facebook here's for Hire podcast, Instagram here's for Hire podcast, Twitter at here's for Hire pod. The four is a number four, and you can email us here's for Hire underscore at outlook.com And I think that's all for this week. I think you nailed it, except for that little mess up at the start. Yeah, there. but like I, we can either cut that out or leave it in to show people that we're human. What do you prefer? Now we'll cut it out with me. <laughs> yeah, we want to be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been cut a lot. I've been Sean Mead. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.